Ladies and gentlemen, this is very hush-hush. Tonight, the secret word is radio, R-A-D-I-O. Well, welcome to the good old days of radio show. Uh, this is John Tefteller, the host, your host. And you may think that we forgot about Groucho Marx's birthday in October. Uh, actually, <laughs> we didn't forget about it. We just didn't schedule one until now. Um, but since October is Groucho's birthday month, we're going to have an episode of You Bet Your Life. October 26th, 1949. Now, today is October 24th, 2023. So we are almost 60, 70 years, whatever it is, uh, 60, 70 years later to the exact date for this one. This is before, I believe, DeSoto. Uh, this is Elgin American Compact, which was a thing that women carried around in their purse, sort of like a mirror thing with some powder in the back of it or something. They called it a compact. And that's what George Fenneman is selling now instead of uh, cars with DeSoto. I think the first year for DeSoto was the fall of 1950. Uh, so this is from the last run on CBS radio before You Bet Your Life switched over to NBC and the new sponsor of DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Uh, of course, Groucho is in fine form as always, and we will just uh, let this be our October Groucho birthday tribute. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is very hush-hush. Tonight, the secret word is radio, R-A-D-I-O. Really? You bet your life! <laughs> Elgin American, creator of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, magic action lighters, finest dresser sets, presents Groucho Marx in the Elgin American show, You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the only... Groucho! Oh, you can do better than that. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! <laughs> Thank you. Well, here I am with $2,500 for one of our couples tonight. George Fenneman, who's first to try for it? Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a bachelor and a spinster, and here they are. Miss Dorothy Kent and Mr. Bob Davis meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kids, for Elgin American Compacts. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, I'll pay $100 in cash instantly. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. So we have a bachelor and a spinster, eh? Miss uh, Dorothy Kent? That's right. Uh, in what town did you begin your career as a spinster? Well, I was born in Buffalo, New York. And Mr. Davis? Bob, Bob Davis, huh? Where did you start being a bachelor? Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, what is your occupation, Dorothy? I'm a school teacher. A school teacher? That's right. Well, why is it you never married? You're a nice-looking girl. Well, I've never found the man who uh, made more money than I did as a school teacher, even though their salaries are low enough. 
You must have met some pretty low men in your time. <laughs> Would you, would you uh, think it too impertinent if I asked you how old you were, Dorothy? No, I'm 43. Well, you don't look it. You look Thank about you. 33. Thank you very much. What about me? Aren't you... <laughs> <laughs> and Bob? How, how old are you, Bob? Well, I'm uh, approaching the half-century mark. You have, eh? mm. Which century? The half. <laughs> and uh, why haven't you married? Well, uh, Mr. Davis, I just just want to take my time. I don't want to rush into that. <laughs> Serious with that. Well, uh, frankly, you haven't been acting like a jet plane so far. <laughs> How long do you think a man should know a girl before he takes any serious steps? Oh, I'd say about two or three years. You think people should wait two or three years before they get married? No, no, before they get engaged. <laughs> Well, you're pretty near the slowest man I ever met. <laughs> Are you sure you're not a statue from Pershing Square? <laughs> Will you turn around? I want to see if there's a pigeon on you. <laughs> now, Dorothy, uh, how would a marriage-minded woman like you encourage a creeping Casanova like him <laughs> to uh, pop the question? Well, I think one way would be to flatter him this... or... Perhaps find his weakness? Well, uh, do you have a weakness, Bob, that you would care to discuss? No, no. In I... A, I mean, in addition to rushing headlong into everything. <laughs> now, uh, before I proceed with this ceremony, I'd like you to have some lovely gifts from our sponsor. For Miss Kent, this lovely engraved dresser set by Elgin American. It's finished in rich silver, the finishing touch for your dresser. That's very lovely, and I haven't anything like it. And Elgin American's popular cigarette case with today's smart leather look for Bob Davis. How do you like it, Seabiscuit? <laughs> it's it's certainly, certainly beautifully made. It's just wonderful. Well, I'm glad you like it. Now, Bob, what sort of work do you do? Well, uh, right now I'm in between jobs. I've done a lot of selling and... Oh, I'm just uh, sort of looking into television. Oh, you're going to sell the, sell the sets, huh? Well, I don't know. I'm just looking into it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you keep looking into it. All the sets will be sold by the time you... <laughs> well, in other words, at the moment, you're, you're at leisure. Is, is that right? I, I fool around a little bit with uh, radio. <laughs> Well, you said radio, and that's the secret way, so you just made $100. Here it is, and congratulations. Well, thank you very much. And you're going to fool around with television. Huh? <laughs> well, Bob, let's get back to the subject of romance. Uh, tell me, have you ever proposed to a girl? Yeah, yes, I did one time. Well, uh, how did you propose? I mean, what uh, position were you in, were you? Well, you know, the old one-knee position. Well, what did you just say, just uh, out of a clear Well, I just start? asked her if, if she would uh, like to be married. She was a little bit evasive, and she kept continuing that way for some time. And from time to time, I'd see her, but it just uh, sort of withered away. I forgot all about it. Well, tell me. It's a, a very sad story. <laughs> well, 
Well, did you drop down on one knee every time you saw this girl? Oh, no. She just kept no. withering away, huh? Well, no, I found out later on that, uh, uh, from friends and acquaintances, that she really, I thought I was in love with her, but she was really more in love with herself than I was with her. <laughs> well, so. the three of you could have been very happy to <laughs> Now, what qualities uh, do you think a woman should have in order to be eligible for your affections? You're a fine-looking broth of a boy. Well, I, I think she should be uh, kind and considerate, and, uh, fairly intelligent, and above all, uh, a good sense of humor. That's important. Oh, very important, yeah. Would you say you had a good sense of humor, Dorothy? I think I have. Well, let's find out. Tell us a joke, huh? <laughs> Any, any old joke that happens to be kicking around, I don't care, Dorothy. Yeah? Just remember, you're on the air, that's all. Right. Perhaps you've heard about the deep-sea diver who uh, met a mermaid, and he was so polite to her that he died. No, that's... <laughs> that's a pretty deep joke, isn't it? Yes, it is. Bob, what do you think of her joke? Would you... Consider that a good example of humor? Well, no, it's, uh, it's, it's an old joke, as I remember it. I don't think she told it all. <laughs> well, it's, it seems to me it was kind of short. Uh, <laughs> would, you, would you mind telling us the balance of it? Huh? Well, as I remember it, it's uh, a deep-sea diver uh, met a mermaid, and he died because he dipped his head. I don't know, I like her way just as well <laughs> See, your way, you know there's no joke With her way, there's always a little uncertainty about it, huh? I don't know why you two don't get married Between you, you could go around telling jokes together <laughs> You could be another Baines and Allen. <laughs> well, it's all settled. We're all ready for the ceremony. You ready, Bob? Huh? Oh, don't rush me. Don't rush me. <laughs> Bob, you better get going. If you get married right away, someday you can bounce a little grandchild on your knee. What a thrill that'll be. A little tot only two years old and you 196. <laughs> right? Well, you're a charming and amiable couple. I think you'll be very happy together. Right? <laughs> if you were half the man you said you were, you'd get down on one knee right now. Right? <laughs> and you'd get down on the other knee, darling. <laughs> now, let's play You Bet Your Life. In just one minute, you're going to work together as a team for $2,500. Right now, I want you to listen to this. Evelyn, how can you carry that old compact with your new suit and bag? It doesn't look right, does it? I'm getting a new compact right now. There's a smart woman... Have you looked at your compact lately? If it's dingy and battered, it'll spoil your new outfit every time you use this important fashion accessory. Get yourself a new first-in-fashion Elgin American compact. They're styled by the world's top designers, crafted and finished by the world's leading compact creator, and priced as low as $3.95. $2.95 for Elgin American's companion compacts, American Beauty. See them all tomorrow. Sterling silver and 14-karat gold, too. For your own smartness and for the smartest gifts, 
Buy the exquisite compacts that are first in fashion, first in value. America's number one compacts, Elgin American. Now then, let's see how well you two will do in the quiz. Fenneman, tell them how to play You Bet Your Life. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $2,500 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? Uh, cities on the Great Lakes. That's right. Now, here's your first question. You have $20. How much will you try? Ten. On what lake is the city of Cleveland? Uh, lake Erie. Lake Erie is right. And they're off to a good start with $30. Remember, this is chicken feed. What you're going after is at $2,500. Now, how much of your $30 will you try? Uh, 25. I think that will be all right. On what great lake is the city of Gary? Uh, lake uh, Michigan. Lake Michigan is right. They're climbing now. They have $55. All right, you have $55. And here is your third question. How much are you going to bet? All right. 55. 55, huh? <laughs> On what lake is the city of Rochester? Uh, Rochester, New York is on Lake Ontario. Lake Ontario is correct. They're really on their way. They have $110. Say, Dorothy, you got yourself a pretty hot potato here. Yeah, so too. I haven't heard a peep out of you yet. Huh? You got $110. Now, here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 110 will you risk? 110. 110. 110. This is Diamond Jim Brady. Here, huh? <laughs> On what great lake is the city of Sandusky? On uh, Lake uh, Sandusky, Ohio. The city of Sandusky is on one of the great lakes. Lake Erie. Lake Erie is correct. Yeah. And they Give him a kiss, Darby. Give him a kiss. Plus $100. Good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Don't, don't sneak away now. They'll be married by 10 o'clock, these two. Now, don't sneak away. You still have a chance for the big question. Our next couple has been in a waiting room offstage, Groucho, so they don't know the secret word is radio. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a baker and a housewife, and here they come. Mrs. Etta Daly and baker Luther McCann meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome, folks, for Elgin American Compacts. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, I'll hand over $100 in cash instantly. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Mrs. Uh, Etta Daly, huh? That's right. Uh, how long have you been a housewife? As long as I've been married. <laughs> Gonna have trouble with her, I can see. <laughs> what does your husband do, uh, Mrs. Daly? Well, right now he's... Um, Training horses, he's given them their basic training, and in April he's going to take two of them to the track. But basic right... training? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Are they in the service? <laughs> uh, how, how did you meet your husband? Well, uh, this was back east, and uh, he was a furnace man. He was putting a furnace in our house, but he was working up in the, uh, putting the ventilator in over mm. the dining room. And we, while we were sitting there it, eating, why... <laughs> He slipped on it rafter, and he came right through the ceiling. It was a little house anyway. Well, he fell for you, huh? 
Well, I don't see the connection between putting a ventilator in the attic and you're getting married. Huh? Well, at the time, I was engaged to somebody else, and after oh. I met Melvin, why... What happened to the other fellow? The... He disappeared in thin air. Just withered away, huh? <laughs> I didn't care what happened to him. This is a big night for withering tonight. Huh? <laughs> How many children do you have with this uh, finest man? One nice little girl, nine years old. Uh-huh. Is she as cute as you? Cuter. Cuter? Oh, <laughs> pretty snappy-looking gal, there. Oh, Lord, I bet you tell that to all the girls. <laughs> Well, I, I rarely say it any of the men, huh? <laughs> does, uh, does your husband help you around the house, Etta? He's huh? very nice and helpful. He, he does, uh, huh? gets the breakfast in the morning while I'm getting my little girl's lunch. He takes the garbage out. <laughs> for school, I have to get her lunch made for school. What do you do, eat the whole three meals in the morning? <laughs> You must be ready to go to bed by one o'clock in the afternoon. Well, I'm glad that day is over. Uh, Luther McCann, uh, I've been kind of neglecting you here. Uh, uh, are you married, Luther? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So you're a baker, huh? That's right. Well, tell me, Pumpernickel, exactly where... Uh, <laughs> where do you do your baking, huh? Well, in an oven. I didn't think you did it in a manhole. You know. <laughs> I mean, what bakery? Uh... Well, I'm with uh, Humphrey's Bakery at the Farmer's Market, 3rd uh -huh. and Fairfax. Uh -huh. Tell me, Apple Dumpling, do you help your wife? <laughs> do you help your wife around the house? No. Why not? You're too busy bending over a hot stove, huh? I work nights most of the time. Too busy sleeping. <laughs> You ought to eat some of your yeast cakes, then you could rise in the morning, huh? <laughs> I just read a very revealing book about cookies. It's called Let Him Eat Cheesecake by Earl Wilson. Unfortunately, you can't get that kind of cheesecake in a bakery. <laughs> Although they have some nice cookies there. Huh? <laughs> now, what's the most popular pastry you uh, bake, Luther? Well, uh, most people sort of go in for those chocolate eclairs and those whipped cream and cream puffs. Mm -hmm. Pretty what's, nice. What's your recipe for uh, chocolate eclairs? Well, uh, the uh, eclair base is uh, water and shortening. And uh, then you cook that together, and then you add your eggs and a little milk along with a little powdered ammonia to give them that blowed-up effect. I get that after I eat them, huh? <laughs> Now, before we proceed, we'd like each of you to have perfect gifts from our sponsor. For Miss Daly, pearls. These perfect Elgin American pearls are for you. Just see their glowing, lustrous beauty. Oh, they're beautiful. And for Mr. McCann, Elgin American's exclusive heart-shaped compact that's definitely different. It's jeweler's bronze that looks like gold, and I know your wife will love it. Sure she will. Now, let's play your bet your life, the Elgin American game, for $2,500. If you run your $20 into more than the other couples, you get the chance at the big question later. Fenneman's offstage to remind our listeners how much the first couple earned. The bachelor and the spinster won $220. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? 
products of states, is that's, that right? That's right. Now, here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? $10, she says. Now, what state leads the nation in the production of corn? Is that right? Now, you can take one answer between you, decide between you, and then tell me. Tell them. Kansas. No, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. It, it's <laughs> Iowa. Now you, now you have $10. Remember, you're going for $2,500 tonight. That's the big prize. Now, how much of your 10 will you try? That's all of it. Anyway, you say. You're all going to bet all of it? Mm -hmm. What southwestern state leads in the raising of beef cattle and in oil production? Texas. Texas is right. <laughs> and now they're on their way. They have $20. Now you have $20. Here's your third question. How much will you bet? Let's bet all of it. Oh, just bet 25. You, might well, you I only can... have 20. How can you bet 20? <laughs> <laughs> you okay, You're not going down to the bank and borrow five, are you? <laughs> Why don't you bet 30 while you're at it, eh? All right, take a chance. Let's bet it all. You want to bet $20? What state makes more automobiles than any other state? Michigan. Michigan is right. <laughs> They're climbing now. They have $40. You're climbing high up here. You've got $40, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 40 will you try? All of it. Now you can bet 30 if you want to. <laughs> You're going to bet 40? The lady says all of it, you. Well, is that all right That's with you? That's okay with me. What is the leading coal mining state in the nation? Coal mining. Coal mining. Pennsylvania. No, I'm oh. sorry. It's West Virginia. No. West and you lost all your money, and you, we can't have that, so I'll give you one more chance. Answer this question correctly, and you'll win $10. And please, no help from the audience. Are you ready? <laughs> Think hard now. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? Grant, but I wish General I was. Grant is right. Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play You Bet Your Life, and then we know who gets the $2,500 question. Right now, pay attention to this. Betty, your home is just beautiful. Thanks, Margaret. Here's the bedroom. Oh, it's perfect. And what a stunning dresser set. That's the Elgin American dresser set the decorator suggested. It does do a lot. And an Elgin American dresser set will do a lot for your bedroom, too. Add definite distinction. It's today's fashionable decorator touch found in the smartest homes. Elgin American dresser sets are exquisitely styled and engraved, perfectly crafted in every detail, and extremely value-priced from just $14.95 for comb, brush, and mirror, from $7.95 for Elgin American's companion line of American beauty dresser sets, and you can get up to 15 pieces. It's the biggest gift you can give, the finest accessory for your own bedroom. An exquisite dresser set by Elgin American. Now then, we'll soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $2,500 question. George, who's ahead so far? Well, The Bachelor and The Spinster are leading with $220. And here's our final couple coming in from their waiting room off stage. They don't know the secret word is radio. We invited some clerks from several of Hollywood's magic shops to the show tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. Louis St. Pierre and a schoolboy, Dickie Taylor, to be his partner. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Elgin American Show. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, I'll hand over $100 in cash instantly. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Fella from a magic store, eh? How's, how's tricks, uh, Louis? Very good. Louis St. Pierre, huh? That's correct. You sound like a French explorer, huh? Where are you from, Louis? Hollywood Magic Shop. 
Is that where you were born? <laughs> no, I was born in Rockford, Illinois. Dickie, how's tricks with you? Huh? Okay. <laughs> where, where are you from, Dick? Uh, North Hollywood. How tricks, huh? <laughs> oh, how old are you, uh, uh, Dick? Fourteen and a half. Have you got a girl? Mm, sorta. A sorted girl, did you say? <laughs> you have a girl? Uh, I'll just call you Freckles, huh? Could you describe your girl? I mean? Well, she's not too tall, and she's not too short. That's all? Hmm? Yeah. She has hair, I presume. <laughs> yes. Do you uh, contemplate matrimony with this charmer, Dickie? Mm, no. Why don't you want to marry this girl? Uh, she's too fat. <laughs> and uh, where do you work, Dick? Well, I don't work. I go to North Hollywood Junior High. What grade are you in? Uh? Grade A8. Sounds like a bottle of milk, doesn't it? <laughs> What is your favorite subject in school? English. Why do you prefer English? After that period, we go home. <laughs> You're an eager student, in other words. Eh? <laughs> well, tell me, old black magic, uh, <laughs> just what do you sell in your magic store? Well, we sell rubber lizards. There must be a big demand for rubber lizards. Eh? <laughs> False teeth, wigs, mustaches. What, what could you get for a thing like this? <laughs> could I swap this for a rubber lizard? Eh? <laughs> but which of all your tricks is your favorite? Well, I believe uh, sawing woman in half. How does it work? Well, I can't disclose the secret. That comes with a purchase price. Uh -huh. <laughs> And what is the purchase price? Well, they, uh, they go for about $450. That includes the woman? <laughs> no woman. You have to supply your own woman for that? Yes, sir, that's what it's It's a lot of dough for a dame you're going to cut in half. Huh? <laughs> Couldn't you get a half a woman for two and a quarter? <laughs> Well, if you both promise to behave yourself on Halloween, I'll see that you each receive beautiful gifts from our sponsor. George? For Dickie Taylor, something you can give your mother. Pearls. The finest simulated pearls at any price. Elgin American pearls. And for Mr. St. Pierre, the rich green leather look of this Elgin American cigarette case. Thank you. Now, let's play you bet your life. If you can beat our other two couples in the quiz, you'll get a crack at the $2,500 question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is offstage to remind our listeners. The Bachelor and the Spinster are still ahead with $220. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? Locate the city. Is that right? Now, here's your first question. How much will you bet? $10. Okay. In what state do you find the city of Wichita? Kansas. Kansas is right. Going away with $30. Remember, you're going for $2,500 tonight. How much of your $30 will you try? $20. $20. In what state is the city of Lansing? Michigan. Michigan is right. Now they have $50. All right, you've got $50. And, what's, and uh, how much are you going to bet? How much 40. of the 50? 40. 40? In what state is the city of Newark? New Jersey. New Jersey is correct. 
They're climbing now. They have $90. All right, you've got $90, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 90 are you going to try? All of it. All okay. of it? Sure. All right. In what state is the city of Atlanta? Georgia. Georgia, Georgia is right. And they lined up with a grand total of $180. And that means the spinster and the bachelor with $220 get the chance of the $2,500 question. Perfection is the word for Elgin American's handsome lighter case. A lighter and cigarette case combined in one handy accessory. The lighter lights automatically when the cigarette case clicks closed. Buy your Elgin American lighter case from 1995 or its companion American Beauty lighter case from 995. Tomorrow, ask your dealer for Surefire lighter cases by Elgin American. And here's the winning couple, Groucho, the bachelor and the spinster. Well, back again to try for $2,500, eh? Good luck, and I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly, and please, no help from the audience. Here it is. An ex-secretary of state recently was appointed by President Truman as the next president of the American Red Cross. Who is this famous general who now heads the Red Cross? And what is the answer you two have decided upon? Is it uh, General Chenault? No, I, I, I'm sorry. The correct answer is General George C. Marshall. Oh. So that means the big question next week will be worth $3,000. But for beating our other couples, Groucho, they each receive the amazing new Apollo 16-millimeter movie projector that shows real Hollywood sound movies or the movies you take yourself. It retails for $129.50. And in addition, you received those lovely gifts from Elgin American, and you won $320. You made a pretty good haul. Congratulations, and thanks to both of you. The Elgin American Show, You Bet Your Life, is a John Goodell production, transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's big question pays $3,000. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You Bet Your Life, starring Groucho Marx, presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, and finest dresser sets, Elgin American. Good night, folks. Have you looked at your compact lately? Okay, um, October 26, 1949, The Secret Word is Radio. Yes, that should be our theme here on the Good Old Days Radio Show. The Secret Word is Radio. Interesting that um, back when I was younger, all those people were still alive and walking around. Um, George Fenneman, John Goodell, 
Bob Dwan, Bernie Smith, I, I met them all, and they were all had a quite unique perspective on how that show was put together. Uh, heavily scripted, people don't realize that, heavily scripted. In fact, we have volumes of scripts sitting here in front of me on my desk, and someday we will go through a live <laughs> reading or listening to the show and following along in the script, and you'll see exactly how uh, scripted it was. There still were ad-libs. You can usually tell when Groucho's ad-libbing because it sounds slightly different than when he's reading from the projected script. And he did quite a bit of ad-libbing, but the majority of those jokes were indeed scripted. Sorry to disappoint you all, but anyway, they spent a lot of time getting it just right. The show was extraordinarily successful, and it was on the uh, radio for 13 years and television for 11 years. Quite a run. Um, and most of them exist, too. Um, just about all the television shows exist, and there's only a very few missing radio broadcasts that are missing, but don't worry, we'll find them eventually. Okay, this week, instead of doing uh, Radio Noir, as we have been doing, uh, we noticed on the calendar that Halloween is coming up, and so we thought, let's do a Halloween uh, spook show for Thursday, and we will also do that again next Tuesday on Halloween itself, because next Tuesday is Halloween. So you're going to get a, uh, a scary show on Thursday, followed by another one next Tuesday, and then we will resume normal schedule for a little while, and back to more comedy and film noir, radio noir type shows. So that's it for today in the good old days of radio show. Um, this was our uh, salute to Groucho. It would have been his 133rd birthday this year on October 2nd. Quite a, quite a milestone there. All this stuff doesn't seem so far back to me, and yet it is, because I guess I'm getting older too. Okay, back next week. Back next week.